Hi, from their respective apartments, it's Quickstep Reactions. Here are the hosts and judges, Katie Clay and Narber and Megan Shepard. Ha! Megan, welcome back. Just we are Quickstep Reactions, a just meaningful plastic production. Fumbling over our words already. It was Janet Jackson night. It's week eight, season 30. We have some high scoring dances. Let's get a pulse check. How are you doing? All right. There was a lot of anxiety going into tonight. Yep. Um, I'm happy to report I feel okay. I'm not like 100% coming out of it, but I definitely could have been so much worse. Like, yes, I'm okay. Wasn't my favorite night, but no, it could have been worse. I'll take what I can get at this point. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it. Obviously, we're not bringing the heat. So you guys all know that our two queens were indeed safe this evening. And yeah. so, like, I think that helps a lot. Just, like, that instant, like, I can re- I can calm down. Like, my, I can exactly. let my shoulders down. Release some of this tension I've been carrying with me all day long. Yeah, I was so nervous. Like, even if we lost one of them, I just was not mentally prepared so we are spoiling the end but it's okay I mean not fully other than two people are safe but like when their names were called I was like okay you know what whatever else happens I don't even care anymore because these two are safe they're I went into this being like I can only care about two people I have to just let go of everyone else and I think that did kind of influence the way that I consumed the show because I yes. think I was just like, oh, you're, I can't, I can't get too emotionally attached to you right now. Move it exactly. along. Exactly. Typhoon. I know what? I did not come out of the elimination unscathed because spoiler alert, I watched four minutes <laughs> of this show and I hated every second of that decision. I am, I'm furious at myself. I'm not going to say I'm mad at Katie because we just spent minutes. We spent, we spent minutes before recording where, where we were about expectations, where we were interpreting what did Katie telling me that the elimination was about to happen if I wanted to watch meant. And if I was required to watch, if I had to, and I mean, no, it was my decision she just encouraged it along the way and that's i just know i hate i hate what this show has become i hate it i hate it i hate it yeah i just don't know why we're beating around the bush like we all are hearing what you say are saying chris and like you blame katie and that's fine and we're just we're gonna accept that and we're gonna move on because you're not wrong it is difficult to watch Tyra most of the time and I'm sorry you had to I truly from the bottom of my heart like I'm sorry that you had to do with those four minutes also I don't think I'm sorry I don't think I'm sorry (laughs) at all I think that I'm like good finally now Chris is like firsthand experience so when I complain about it he actually like can understand where I'm coming from so like I would love to be like oh I'm so sorry that you had to endure that but I am on season two of enduring it and so I don't really care I don't care that you had four rough minutes I mean I do because I love you but you get it but she doesn't and that and now we know how we all feel so also in a really I don't know how this is going to come across, and I don't know exactly what I mean by this. 
Oh, Len, I love where this is going. Len looks much older than the last time yeah. I've seen him. And it made yeah. me, honestly, as I'm saying this, I'm about to cry. And I don't yeah, know it's why. it's hard. I just, it's he hard. looks so frail. Yes. Yeah. When he was doing his, so everybody performs a dance and then we do a dance off. And when he was talking during the dance off, his one hand looked a little shaky at times. And I was like, oh my God, one, no. I know. Okay, let's get to the episode so then we can really discuss this elimination sequence. (laughs) Alrighty. Janet Jackson night. I don't think I recognized a single song, which is really good. Not even a single one? Which one? Rhythm Nation? I mean, I probably know it, but I didn't, it wasn't ringing any bells. You don't know Feedback? I don't think so. Okay, I'm not sure I know that one. Get down to feedback in high school. Wow, that surprises me. I'm so hip. Who knew? (laughs) So, starting off the night, Jimmy Allen and his partner Emma Slater performing a cha-cha-cha. To the song Escapade, I think. I I didn't even write them down because I was like, if I don't know them, who... Who cares? I mean, people probably don't care. I did write them down. I had to like go verify a couple of them. Cause I'm like, what did they say? What is this song? But I tried yeah. to capture them. You know, if I forget to give them to people, that's fine. But this one, I think was called Escapade. It is definitely called Escapade because your producer does this sort of thing. Voice. Yes. Yes. Always has all of the information in front of him ready to go. All of it. So, Katie, what did you think of the cha-cha? Um, it was, well, first of all, I just have to talk about their package because their package was all about, like, how great of friends they are. And it was so special to walk to watch. We have explicitly touched on how they seem to be such good friends. So I loved getting that confirmation in the package. As to the dance himself, he had these, like, I don't think they were knee pads, but his... He had, like, a shiny knee, I'm going to call it a pad, but I don't think it was a pad, like, a patch. And it just kept, like, catching my eye. And so then I felt like his legs were really bent, and I didn't think that that looked correct. I thought that his frame was a little weak, but he was having a lot of fun out there. It looked very easy and natural to him. I just thought he was be a little bit too loose because like you still want some precision in a cha-cha but I enjoyed it yeah first I'll just say I also adore the Jimmy and Emma friendship big fan Mm -hmm. big fan for the dance I mean I thought it was pretty good but I agreed with Lionel I think he started off it just it was good, but it was just nothing special. It wasn't his best yeah. work. I just left it being like, that was good, but not great. Not really going to remember it. And I'm sitting here talking to you. I'm like, yeah, I can't like even fully remember it at this moment. Mm-hmm. So it was just, it was fine. It was good. Nothing special. Yeah. It sees a score of straight eights, 32 out of 40. 
Emma looks like she could cry when they get the scores and she starts mouthing like, please foe. I was like, oh my God, Emma, you're tugging at my heartstrings. I know. So, as soon as they got the score, I was a little bit nervous. Yep. I was like, I don't know. I mean, it was the first one, so we had no idea what was going to happen. But just based on the last couple weeks, the scores have been pretty high. So I was like, ugh, 32 out of 40 does make me nervous for them. So I'm sure she just like kind of knew in her heart the same thing that that put them immediately yeah. at big risk. So it was kind of sad. It is the lowest score of the night, so I get it. Next up, we go to Suni and Sasha performing a samba. To the song, All For You. Do you know that one? Nope. Well, I enjoyed this samba, but not as much as the judges appeared to. I liked, okay, I loved her hair which is kind of a weird comment to make, but like it was ombre, it was lighter. She had these big, beautiful curls. And I was just like, Suni, you look fantastic. But for a Samba, I just needed it to be a little bit more fun. I think she got more into it the further into the dance they went. So like towards the end, I was like, oh, wow, like this is wonderful, but just as a whole, I just felt like it needed to be a little bit more fun, a little bit more loose, but they had good tricks. Like, she basically just cartwheels, like, does a cartwheel and then just goes, like, to the floor and Sasha, like, catches her as though it's a dip. Like, cool move, you know? Finally oh. using those gymnastics. <laughs> yeah, I... It sounds like I liked it more than you did. I thought that she really came out of her shell in my opinion in this I just thought we were seeing a new side of Suni I feel like she really did kind of break down another wall I thought it looked like she was having a lot of fun I think that she was dancing bigger than she has at any point in the competition thus far so I was just really happy to see that and maybe that influenced me because I was like I have been waiting for this like you Mm -hmm. finally took it up a notch so I was just really excited Mm -hmm. and I was like yes Suni keep giving me more I enjoyed it I was just like genuinely surprised when it's it scores a 40 it's these straight tens and like when the tens started rolling I was kind of like oh I didn't I didn't see a perfect dance out there Mm -hmm. but like Again, maybe I was just, like, so anxious that I was, like, no one can be perfect except for my queens. Yeah, I mean, I agree when it got a perfect score. I was, like, I don't know that I would have left it saying this was a perfect dance, but I think it was a really good dance, and she made a lot of improvements, but I would have been okay if this did not get a 40. My roommate was talking during her package. Was she saying that people were, like quote-unquote bullying her for throwing up last last week like saying that like she shouldn't have been so affected I feel like I didn't pay close enough attention to her package because I have no idea I know she was was saying something and then they were like showing tweets but I didn't know what she was talking about I feel like I blacked out. I really thought that I was watching the package. <laughs> I don't know what I would have been doing instead. I don't know. Weird night. Because I was watching and I remember her talking about how she had to run and throw up after the dance. 
apparently I blacked out for a little bit after that. Um, okay. And then came to for the dance. So were you running to go throw up? Yep, I had to go throw up. Megan, <laughs> I don't back. think I don't think you should be podcasting. I just think that's weak. It shouldn't have affected you that much. I mean, I'm I'm here from the mean tweets right now. Oh, what's, there's what's, nothing but mean tweets now. Hey, what's your Twitter handle? I cannot confidently tell you. <laughs> that is a beautiful question. Thank you for asking. <laughs> don't know. I don't Let's remember how I got married and I like changed half of them, but not the other half. And so now I just like. It's at M-E-G a C is in zebra because she's Manx. Shep, S-H-E-P. Don't mean tweet me. All right, so <laughs> listeners, if you want to send a mean tweet to <laughs> at Meg's Shep, Meg with a Z, uh, please do, because I'm about to. <laughs> or if you want us <laughs> a nice thing to <laughs> at Meg's Shep, feel free I rarely use Twitter. Maybe this will bring me back. You know? I had I got involved in some um Dockham family Twitter fight this week oh. because Chris did slander one I did not slander. I did not slander. She slandered Elaine Stritch <laughs> and she deserves to be put on blast for that. Yet again, I just have to say that does not sound like the Abby Dockham that I know and love. <laughs> but you would know her far better than I do. Next up was Melora and Artem performing a possible play to the song If I think. <laughs> it is called If. if. So Megan. Okay, nailed it. <laughs> Megan, we saw a completely different side to Melora Harden this evening. How did it work? Did it work? Tell me what you thought. I think it did work. I did not like it quite as much as the judges, but I did like it a lot. I thought it was good. I thought that there were a lot of moments of very good intensity, but I can't say that the entire thing was intense. I just got a notification from Twitter. That's weird. <laughs> anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, but no, it was good. I thought she did look very powerful. I thought she used her dress pretty well. Um, I did like it. I, I just can't say it was perfect, but I thought she looked great out there. I... um. I struggled with this one a bit. Okay. It wasn't my favorite. Okay. I felt like she was bringing the correct intensity. However, it just, like, wasn't working for me. Like, it wasn't coming across. Like, I don't know. I don't know exactly how to say it. Because it was coming across as aggressive, but it wasn't coming across as strong. And so... I struggled to be like, oh, you're crushing this. Like, I, I thought she looked good. I thought 
it had the right energy, but it felt like her legs weren't planted firmly enough. So I don't know. It just, it wasn't my favorite Pasa Doble. I thought that she did keep up with the troupe. Like she looked in line mm-hmm. with everyone, but it, it just didn't quite yeah. work for me. No, I feel like you're like right. And probably some of the things that you're saying are what was holding me back from like loving it. Cause I couldn't quite put my finger on. Cause I was like, you're doing well. And there are moments yeah. where I'm like, oh, there she is. That was intense. And then like some in between. So it's just, it was like right there, but it just wasn't a hundred percent. Yeah. Yet somehow it scores a 40. So this is our second 40 of the night. We got two back to back. And then we. Yeah. Oh, do you have, do you have a comment? I was do you have a comment? Say, so this is the point in the night where my anxiety definitely went up because I was like, okay, two perfect scores in a row. I'm so nervous that like Amanda and JoJo are going to come out and not deliver and let me down. Like I was just yeah. being so nervous and so in my head after the two 40s in a row. Yeah, absolutely. So let's roll on over to Olivia Jade and her partner, Valentin Shemakovsky, <laughs> performing an Argentine tango. To the song, anytime, any place. How'd you feel about it? <sighs> okay. It's, this is all going, or this is mostly going to be, like, a criticism of Val. Okay. A Sharmakovsky Argentine tango is, like, 40% of the reason that I tune in to the show. Like, the promise of a Sharmakovsky Argentine, they are, like amazing Mm -hmm. they are breathtaking they are the standard that this show aspires to and so i always am going into it just like i cannot wait to be blown away and this one was just lacking in every aspect of it like they're smiling during an argentine tango there's literally no like connection between them there's no between them like the movement was sultry but they were not selling it whatsoever like there's impressive parts to it like yeah sure like it's cool how low he can dip her it's cool how like some of the movements that she can do and then they saunter over to a table and they just sit down for like the last 10-15 seconds of the dance and I'm like this is an Chernikovsky Argentine tango why are we sitting yeah yeah and they had a tango a couple weeks ago this was an Argentine I think the first one was just a tango obviously but they like crushed that tango and it was amazing so I did have really high hopes going into this one but I felt a lot of the same way like it wasn't bad it was pretty good there were moments that I liked it but I just left it feeling kind of I was like, I wanted more just like actual tango content kind of. I felt like there were many times, especially like mostly with the table at the end. Yeah. But a little bit at the beginning too, it was just like they were getting a bit too like gimmicky, like they were playing too much. And I was like, no, just get out there and do an Argentine tango, please. So just like, I don't know, they just weren't committed to it. I wanted more. And I 
100% agree. There was just like no chemistry there. It wasn't sexy in no. any way. She just like smiles the whole time. And like, you can smile in a sexy way even, but the way that she smiles and later on they and they when they do the dance off they do a rumba and I felt the same way because they were like it wasn't sexy enough so do better in your rumba but then I was like no the rumba did the same thing it's just like maybe she just can't do like sultry and sexy because like both times she just kind of smiles but it's this sort of like sweet innocent smile and makes you feel like she's like almost uncomfortable and it's it just like ruined both dances because I'm like you're not yes like selling me at all I feel like you're like I don't even know I don't even know it was just driving me crazy it's probably a gen like she's probably having a wonderful time out there so like more than likely it probably is just a genuine like I'm so happy right now I have to smile but like not in an Argentine no it does at times almost seem like a smile like like she's half laughing which like if she's having a wonderful time that's great but like could you just get it together for this dance please yeah stop having such an infectiously good time because it's not infectious it's not infectious it's just annoying me (laughs) stop being overwhelmed with joy olivia and be sexy i'm not asking for that much just be sexy (laughs) olivia anyway so it sees a score of 36 out of 40. It gets straight nines. Whatever. Now let's hop on our bikes and go on over to Cody Rigsby and his partner Cheryl Motherfork and Burke performing another Paso Doble. To the song Black Cat. Just hit us with it, Katie. Just just let us have it i don't want to talk about him okay because i found myself oh oh my god she loved it she forgot to tell us that she loved it oh here we are eight you have slandered Cody Rigsby's name. You have slandered the gay. I have justifiably you have, criticized you have hated, Cody Rigsby. I have you not have slandered homosexuals. You Suddenly have been you're team violently Cody? homophobic. I am not team Cody. I am not team Cody whatsoever. I found this particular performance rather enjoyable i went into it thinking there's no way that he'll be able to pull this off there's no way that he will ever be able to do a good pasta doble and then the dance started and i was like holy crap i'm really enjoying this his slow and deliberate movements still look awkward he had good shaping he had good knee slides across the floor his jumps still looked awkward This is probably the best dance he's done, but I don't know how much dancing he himself did. And you know what, guys? I don't ever want to say another kind word about Cody Rigsby as long as I live, okay? What's funny is it didn't feel like that kind a segment you just did. No, you built it up more. 
You were like, I, oh, well, I was going to these... gush about it, and you people bit my head off and told me that I'm not allowed to say anything nice about him. And like, I, I didn't say that. I've been waiting. I literally was going to say that this is maybe my favorite dance of the night, potentially, and now I'll never say that. I just feel so annoyed by the words you are saying. My head has been ripped off for seven straight weeks every time I say any kind word about Cody and here you are and now I don't even want to like the dance at all even though I agree it was pretty good it was so much better than I expected didn't love it didn't think it deserved a single 10 but it did but I thought it was very good and now I feel so angry that I'm like no I hated it (laughs) good good just to spite you because I want to disagree with you because you were so mean to me for seven weeks. I (laughs) have been justified in absolutely every unkind word I have said about him. I have not been wrong once. Just because he goes out and he has one good performance does not mean that I'm a Cody Rigsby fan. It does not mean that I am undoing or taking back anything that I've said previously okay so katie stands cody now that's all i'm hearing oh i don't think i'm inviting either of you to boys town (laughs) why not because obviously you hate homosexuals no i have liked cody more this entire season and now i'm only mad at katie and it makes me want to take it out on cody and i'm trying to resist that urge because it's not cody's fault so it's you're not saying... no, it is cody's fault it is cody's fault because he should have gone home fault. week three when he got <laughs> when cheryl got covid that is cody's fault i am not the bad guy here cody rigsby is our enemy it just feels like in this moment, you might be my enemy. That's fine. I can take that. And our friendship can take that. Yeah. But never forget who started you know this whole thing. We've gone through this, Rick Katie. We'll get through Katie, this. It's I fine. think I'm now realizing <laughs> on our previous season of regular Just Meaningful Plastic, as we've talked about season five, and I declared perfectly adequate woman jenny garth my mortal enemy and hearing you just spew this hate towards perfectly adequate man cody rigsby (laughs) makes me think to myself do i sound unhinged sometimes (laughs) (laughs) maybe from time to time maybe I Um, feel perfectly hinged right now, by the way, everyone. I might not sound it, but I feel perfectly sane. You may not be coming off that way, (laughs) but as long as you feel that way, that's all that matters. I don't know if it can be heard over the mic, but if you are currently listening in a car, there are sirens and it is my microphone. So you are not being chased by the police, FYI. Psych, yes, you are. You better pull over. All right. Next up, Amanda Clutes. Did we give his score? We never, we Um, didn't even go back and give a score. He got 38 out of 40. He got two tens and two nines. And when the two tens went up, I was like, is this about to give a perfect? 
perfect score and I would have I would have been I upset. lost it. I would have lost. I would have been it. upset. I would have been and upset if it got a perfect. Derek saved us with that 9 and I was like, "Yes. Thank you, God. Thank you, Derek. Thank you for having my back." I was shocked Len gave it a 10. Me too. I was like, "Wow, Len, you've usually got my back on these things and you let me down today." So, anyway, so on now. <laughs> classic cody all right next up we're going to the queen of my life amanda Clotes and her partner alan performing a jazz to the song miss you much this dance is incredible correct the precision, the like, she was a leading lady. I thought I was at like the Amanda Clute show, watching her go out, give like an absolutely from start to finish, breathtakingly perfect routine. It was so good. The lift at the beginning, incredible. I don't even like know how to. Just can you tell them what happened? Because I don't even know if I get it. Like Alan, like kind of looks like he's scooping her up and then just like flips her. Essentially, yeah. it's incredible. Her legs look breathtaking. It's it was it was phenomenal. I completely agree. She is perfection. She is everything. I love her so much. I literally, at the beginning, she was, like, doing her solo up the top, too, and there were a bunch of people around her. I didn't know who any of them were because I could only look at Amanda, and then finally it's just Alan and her, and they, like, go to walk down the stairs, and I was like, oh, Alan's here. I didn't even, (laughs) didn't even know where you were. Hey, bud. I forgot we needed you. What's your get here, Alan? Alan, it's Amanda's dance. Back off. So you're a resident jazz expert. How was this as a jazz? I thought it was good. I thought it was a bit jazzier than we've seen in the past because most of them have been like very Broadway and they added a bit more like jazz to it. So I really liked it. I mean, I've liked most of the jazz. I feel like they've been okay. No, have I liked uh-huh. the jazz? Is that a lie? I don't even remember. But I, mean, I don't I like think you've liked jazz. Anything, yeah. <laughs> I said I can it tell and you I was which- like, did I? <laughs> I can tell you one that you didn't like, Cody and Cheryl's. Am I right or am I right? The worst jazz ever performed. Yep. That was the one that when they were on the video, like yeah, that was the, the quarantine room. jazz. So yeah, that has nothing to do about Cody. Really, that would have been awful for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, this specific jazz loved it. It was like sassy and like she just looked so fierce and yes i just i loved it she looked amazing it was and they had a rough package so like you didn't know exactly what you were in store for and then she just went out there and like you said she was so fierce and i was like this is just like i want this all i want to feel how as confident as she looks right now all the time all the time it just generally was so good. Like, I literally didn't watch Alan at all. Like, yeah. Loved it. So, to nobody's surprise, 40 out of 40. A well deserved 40 out of 40. The most deserved 40 out of 40 so far. 
Next up, we have Aman and Daniela doing a cha-cha-cha. They danced to the song Rhythm Nation. Is this the song I was supposed to know? Yeah, I can't believe you didn't. I might have. I think there was one that I was like, oh, I think I know this one, but I couldn't remember. I'm pretty sure this is the song also that they end. I think it's this one that they end the new Cinderella with Camilla Cabello. Am I saying that right? Um, oh, we are not talking about the Cinderella. like Camilla I've Cabello. talked a lot to Katie about how just like... I don't know how torn I feel about it. I don't even want to get into it. Today. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, take a shot. Nobody asked Chris for it. is going to mention show tunes Sundays. Um, they have started playing <laughs> two different numbers uh, from that movie on like regular rotation, and it makes me angry every time. They will play somebody to love with the bland white boy, who I don't even know his name, but I'm like, you're bland white boy. And then the other number <laughs> that they will play is um the mashup of what a man and seven nation army which every time and people are like what movie is this i'm like it is the camilla cabello cinderella and you're never gonna guess what song this is gonna change into and when it gets to seven nation army it always gets groans and i love that for the gays (laughs) have you watched katie you're not allowed to laugh because you don't like the gays um no i have not watched uh the news chris i love the gays I just I don't like you love the movie. Day. I was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> no, it was the anyway. across the board was just a lot. A I'm lot sure I will I'm sure I would hate it. So there's no way I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. But the I just, real I question wouldn't waste your time. The real question in that movie is Camilla Cabello is she is she giving share? Okay, apparently we are not online enough for that joke. All right, back to bullying. (laughs) So, Megan, how'd you feel about this cha-cha? Okay. I thought it was really fun. I thought his technique was definitely not the best. But, I mean, it's often not the best. But there were a couple moments where it was just kind of glaringly obvious that the technique wasn't that good but it was still a fun performance and like just the like if I'm not looking at it as a cha-cha then I like it a lot but if I'm looking at it as a cha-cha I'm like well I don't know if it quite worked because like the like with all the backup dancers that they had and stuff like it was so fun I loved what they were doing was it a cha-cha I don't know no it wasn't a cha-cha and that was the issue so I agree like I if I'm just looking at like the performance I absolutely loved this and I was like holy crap I didn't think he had this in him like keeping up with the troupe he was so much fun to watch it was so good but it wasn't a cha-cha yeah yeah I was just I was definitely torn because I was like, I love this performance, but it was supposed to be a cha-cha, so I, like, don't want to like it. Also, I liked it, so it was just like... But this is all on Daniela, too. Like, this, it's her choreography that made it not a cha-cha. And I think, too, I just, I know you've said this so many times, but sometimes, like, I think that she was just choreographing 
for the song and it worked so well with yeah. the song but it, she just really lost sight of like the style that they were supposed to be doing so it's just it's hard like did they do much in like even in a hold really like they were all just dancing like in a lot not in a line but you know what i mean like in a line formation yeah, the whole time handful, but not a ton yeah so nine eight nine nine for 35 out of 40 which wasn't shocking Next up, we have JoJo Seba and her partner Jenna Johnson performing a salsa to the song Feedback. Hit me with it. You tell me. Okay, so the starting pose slash lift was just like, oh my god, here we go. I loved their outfits with the fringe and the glitter. Her footwork was great. I just think I needed a little bit, like, looser hips from her. Like, I just, I I don't even really know. It didn't have, like, a salsa feel to it, I guess. But, like, I was super impressed. And JoJo says after the dance is done that, like, the theme that they were kind of going for was strength. And so they were really trying out lifts and stuff like that. And, like, all of that worked well. But I just wasn't vibing with it super hard as a salsa but i still loved the perf- like they're so good together yeah i thought they looked amazing they're just always so in sync i thought they were very sexy i thought they were sharp where they needed to be it was just mm-hmm. i thought they looked amazing i just am always in awe of them i think that they're just so good and I don't understand it and I just love everything they do and I was just really really impressed by all the lifts because like Jojo's not like a big girl she doesn't have like like buff looking arms like she doesn't look muscular you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. and granted it helps probably like Jenna is definitely a small person also so it's not like Mm -hmm. she's like having to work with a ton of weight but I still was just so impressed because like I could never do that I don't have that kind of arm strength so I loved it no it was really good and they had really good chemistry too like they especially in their dance off dance but for this one like I was just really impressed with their chemistry in a salsa because that's I mean, every dance you're going to have a connection with your partner, but, like, it doesn't always have to be maybe as important. And, like, in a salsa, it's not the most important part of it. But I was like, God, I am just loving this partnership. I know. I just love them together so much because I feel like their chemistry is always perfect. They just just seem to, like, genuinely like each other. They're having so much fun. They have just the best chemistry, and I love them. I can't say it enough. I love them. Didn't expect it, but I love them. (laughs) But you love them. Went into the season afraid that you weren't going to like Jojo Siwa. I know. Now you're her biggest defender. Love her. Might jump in front of a moving car for her now, too. Yeah. So, 39 out of 40. Len gives it a 9. Classic Len. But I'm kind of okay with it, just because I think it's... Of course I don't know. It's, it's like 
good to keep a fire under their butt and like they've just they've gotten like perfect scores the last couple of weeks so I think it's just good to always remind them that like there's always room for improvement type of thing yeah and I was like fine they still had 39 out of 40 yeah that mad if they had pulled out like a 34 out of 40 I might be oh I'd be livid out in the streets rioting right now yeah but I can live with a 39 out of 40. That's fine. Yeah. So we move along to the dance-off. Megan, would you like to explain the rules of the dance-off? I can do my best. So we had four different dance-offs. Each was two of the couples going head-to-head, performing the same style at the same time which I don't like. It's so hard for me. I'm like, who do I watch? I'm so conflicted. I'm like, how are the judges watching both couples? This is so hard. Yeah. So it's not my favorite style, but it's fine. I don't, oh, I was like, what am I missing about the dance-off? So each pairing was assigned one judge and the one judge like watched and then at the end got to choose the winner. The winner got two extra points. Mm-hmm. am i missing anything no that was everything you did a wonderful job thank you so much so Our we didn't first... really talk oh what are we what are you gonna say i was gonna say we didn't really talk about how we wanted to handle the dance-offs because we kind of forgot about that earlier but why don't you just tell me like a highlight from each couple and who you think should have won so first up, we have Jimmy and Emma versus Suni and Sasha doing a salsa. I don't have a highlight. <laughs> Perfect. You hated it. I Wonderful. didn't capture, like, in my notes, anything other than who they were, what style they did, who their judge was, and who got the points. <laughs> and most of them, I didn't have, like, super strong opinions on, so... Okay. I mean, I would have been fine with the points going either way in this one. I thought they both looked good. I was really surprised that it went to Suni. I really thought that Jimmy had this one. So Suni gets the two extra points, and her judge was Bruno. Then we had Olivia and Val versus JoJo and Jenna performing a rumba. Any highlights? Um, I oh, this is both of their first rumbas, and it mm-hmm. feels kind of wrong to have your first rumba be in a dance off. But like, who am I to make these decisions? I'm nobody. I the only highlight was just JoJo and Jenna's connection was incredible. It was so seductive. I like could not believe how good they looked out there doing a rumba together. Also. Jojo and Jenna changed costumes, correct? I was like, this is not what they were wearing before, right? Yeah, I think that is correct. I think that is correct. And I don't remember if Olivia did or not. I don't even remember what she was wearing now. But almost all of the couples did not change, except Mm -hmm. for definitely Jenna and Jojo. And I was like, oh, why do you guys get special treatment? Why are we changing? Is it because it's a rumba? It worked. Who made this decision? They were sexy. My 
gosh, those costumes. They're out there in the sexiest lingerie. And I was like, you guys are perfection. Mm-hmm. So sexy. I can't say it enough. <laughs> so their judge was Carrie Ann, and she awards the two extra points to JoJo. Thank Next. goodness. Yeah, thank God. Next up, we had Amon and Daniela versus Artem and Melora. And I'm just going to highlight what Derek said, because Derek said on paper, I kind of thought this was going to be a blowout, which I was like, ouch. Like, we were all thinking that, but it's one thing to say it directly to Amon's face. <laughs> and he was like, but so close and so much like harder to judge than I was thinking it would be and I loved that I was like that's exactly how I felt like Amon held his own yeah I thought he looked pretty good so Derek awards the extra points to Melora and then we had our last dance off Amanda and Alan versus Cody and Cheryl performing a cha-cha. Any highlights from this one? Amanda love Cody. Perfect. Did Cody Amanda. crush it or were you hoping Cody got the two points this round, Katie? You know what? I am literally so annoyed that I had an opinion. I broke the mold. <laughs> I finally said something original, and I'm just getting smashed for it. That's because I've been smashed for having my opinion in the past, so it's only fair. You know what they say, Katie. Karma is a biatch. Witch. (laughs) She's a witch. Anyway, their judges, Len... And he gives them to Amanda. Of course he does. Goodness. If he had given them to Cody, I just, I don't know. I don't know the words that I would be saying right now, but they wouldn't be pretty. They wouldn't be nice. And Len is such a wild card for me because I never know what he's going to think. I never know. You'll learn his patterns. You'll learn his... He wants a straight dance. He doesn't want any of this messing about crap. Yeah. So, So, tonight is a double elimination. We have our couples, Suni, Melora, Amanda, Jojo, Cody, Olivia, Amon, and Jimmy. Those are our last eight. Tyra cuts the lights. We find out who's safe. Suni. And you're like, okay, yeah, I can get on board with that. Jojo. Breathe a sigh of relief. Amanda. Start clapping your hands. And then she says, Cody. And of course I yelled the other word. you jumped up and down with delight. I yelled the effort. I texted my mother the effort five times. It's fine. Um, okay. Let's clarify. When we're talking about Cody Rigsby, which F word are we talking about? Oh my God. <laughs> it rhymes with <laughs> Fork you. That was the F word I was texting. That was, was fork. so funny. 
<laughs> You're a sire piece of work, man. Kind of dark, Chris. Kind of dark. <laughs> Last one announced safe was Amon. So our bottom three are Olivia, Melora, and Jimmy. And, like, Jimmy, you're kind of not shocked at because he was in the bottom of the leaderboard. And, like, Olivia, sure, she's not at the top. Like, I can understand it. But, like, Melora is tied for first place and in the bottom three. I know. I'm really worried about it. That has me incredibly worried for next week. I am going to have to start mentally preparing for Cody Rigsby to be in the finals. And I'm really upset about that. That's weird. I thought you'd be thrilled. Oh, my. Okay. So, (laughs) Olivia gets sent home. She's, like, bottom of the bottom. Get her on out of here. Yep. Comes down to Melora versus Jimmy. And of course, like Derek says, Melora. Um, Bruno says, Melora. Kieran starts crying. She says, Melora. My mother texted me and goes, "Does Kieran have you ever seen Kieran cry before?" <laughs> I was like, "Mom, Chris and I literally nicknamed her Weepy." Of oh, course, that's have- not that's not a nickname from us. That's a nickname from. We say she's a friend of the show. <laughs> is she? Yeah. Uh, but that is an EW's or formerly EW's Annie Barrett line. And my mother was like, oh, I didn't know that. I was like, that's because you are like a wannabe fan, mom. Megan. I question. swear she's cried this season before also. I just have to put that in. <laughs> I'm sure she has. Megan, quick question. So yeah. we've already... Announced so Weepy is not an actual dwarf, but <laughs> Carrie Ann is Weepy. Mm-hmm. Bruno and Len were both given actual seven dwarf names by Annie Barrett while she was the fringe fairy uh, at EW.com. <laughs> Which dwarves do you think went with those two judges? I mean, Len is 100% grumpy. Correct. <laughs> yeah. That is no doubt. Oh, Bruno. I have to think of all the dwarves too to make sure I'm not forgetting anybody. Do you need the dwarves named? Hit me with it for the listeners. Doc, I think I'm hitting them all. Okay. Doc, Bashful, Sneezy, Sleepy, Weep, uh, not Weepy, uh, Dopey, Grumpy, and what's the seventh that I didn't name? I wasn't paying attention. Say them again. <sighs> this is I'm blank. Why am I blanking? I know this. Bashful, grumpy, dopey, doc, sneezy, sleepy, and had who have I not already said? Clearly, I'm not I'm... writing them down. So it's it's very hard to remember. Which I know I can't remember like what we've already said. I'm gonna give happy. you a hint. We're missing happy. Oh, we're missing happy. Of course, oh. I missed happy every time. Easy one. I feel like he's probably happy. Incorrect. He's dopey. <laughs> of course, he's dopey. I don't see dopey from Bruno. I almost wanted to say sneezy, but like I had no idea why. <laughs> like, I really like if that's what felt right to me. But yeah. 
I don't think he's ever sneezed on the show, but <laughs> but he's a sneezy kind of guy. He's sneezy. So I don't know if we're looking at the of the leaderboard from tonight. Our yeah. top four leaderboard is Suni, Melora, Amanda, and JoJo. And there's a part of me that's like, I would be very okay with that being our top four. I'm okay with it. Would you be okay with Amon making it in? Of yeah. course. I do honestly you, think, think Amon might because he's so like is clearly getting beloved a lot of yeah. point, a lot of votes. So I would not be shocked if we see Amon in the no top. All right, so now we come to the segment. Um because we said who was sent home, right? Yes, okay, we did all that. Yep, Olivia and Jimmy. I just, for a brief second, I I blacked out, I guess. Um, Been there, done that. No worries. <laughs> mm, mm. I'm not going to mean tweet you. Hey, I'm, I'm only... Bully I've only him. Bully. I'm not a bully. I've tweeted twice. I'm not a bully. <laughs> so, we come to our first segment. Did the right people go home? So... Olivia Jade being the first automatic out, was that correct? Yeah. Like, of the people who were in the bottom three of or out of all eight people? Of the bottom three? No. Okay. Who who should have been the first out? I thought it was gonna be Jimmy. He had the lowest score. I just was really mentally prepared for it to be Jimmy. It's like, fine that it wasn't, but... Well, that in that case, right. of Melora and Jimmy, was Jimmy the right <laughs> one to go home? Absolutely. I yes. did love Jimmy in the end, so it's hard for me to say, but yes. Out of those two, yes. Now, will you please award your jaunty Seven, who is your top of the night? It's Amanda and Alan. It's their jazz. Yeah, Amanda and Alan. And finally, once again, next week, the semifinals is another double elimination. Mm-hmm. Which means you must eliminate two people with your golden boot. We already know one of yours, Katie. So who are you eliminating other than Cody Rigsby? Um, I'm eliminating Cody Rigsby. I just want that very what? highly voiced. I am eliminating Cody Rigsby. And you love him. You like, love him. If I'm absolutely forced to make a decision, I'm putting Suni in there too. Wow. Megan, who are your golden boots? So well, Chris, <laughs> this would make my top this would make my top four Suni. No, this would make my top four Melora, Amanda, Jojo, Lamont, and that's the beautiful top four. I suppose I say wow, and then I'm like, oh yeah, there's only four people left after that. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like a double elimination shouldn't be happening in the semifinals. Yeah, um, it's, it's odd. So it's hard, odd. and two back to back, it's killing me. Okay, mine are Cody. I'm really torn on the second. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Pick someone. I Get think I have to say Amon. Oh! 
Okay, but like, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Next in the finals, you have the all important freestyle round. So like, anything goes. Anything is allowed. You are telling me, knowing what Amon and Daniela are capable of in lifts, that you are fine to get rid of him and never get to experience the like absolute beauty that their freestyle will be. Like, hear me say, if Amon is in the final, I'm thrilled. I do yeah, love yeah. that. But if I am comparing Amon and Suni and thinking just like who truly deserves to be in the final between the two of them, I just feel obligated to say Suni. I think that she performs stronger than Amon. And that's what my gut says. It hurts me. Yeah, I would yeah. listen. I still think Aman is probably going to be in the final based on the amount of votes he's clearly getting, and I love that. I'm not mad at all. As long as Cody isn't in the final, I'm okay with it. And then, as long as JoJo and Amanda are in the final, like everything else is fine. <laughs> yeah, so that's where I'm at. Well, Chris. Did we convince you to watch next week? You convinced me to watch four minutes and I wanted to claw my eyes out. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yes. So, I'm hearing. Yeah, I'm hearing a resounding yes. A lot, of, a lot of opinions were changed tonight. That's all I know. It has been a wild night. I do feel like we need to just tell the listeners that the podcast does not endorse the bullying from Chris today. We we do not support bullying. We are not here for online bullying. <laughs> so I just want, I want to make that clear. This is a safe place. <laughs> it's a good thing I have editing powers and can cut that part out. <laughs> It's, I know that it's getting shared. Then why didn't you react to it? Because I forgot about it, but now that I'm seeing it, I remember it. What are you talking about? It's giving share. Sean Mendez, speaking of... (laughs) No, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Bye! I'm about to say a word that I already cut out of the podcast because I shouldn't say it. (laughs) <laughs> don't say it. Sean Mendes said that? I don't get out a lot. Live under a rock. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.